0: information on what you've heard have a travel question or comment just log on to petergreenberg.com now here's Peter Peter
1: Greenberg here back with you as Eye on Travel continues on our special show from Beverly Hills, California, coming to you from the Peninsula Hotel. And, of course, you know the drill. Just email me, peter at petergreenberg.com, with your name, phone number, question or problem. We will solve it right here on the air. Let's go out to the phones out of Northbrook, Illinois. We've got Roberta on the phone. Hey, Roberta.
2: Hi.
1: How can I help you? So, Okay.
2: So on January 13th this year, We were going to take a 21-day cruise for our 60th anniversary.
1: Congratulations. Um,
2: Thank you. We really made it. (laughs) On December 29th, my husband fell and broke his hip. Because it was a holiday weekend, I tried to call the travel agent. I tried to call them. I tried to call everyone, and nobody, of course, was going to answer me. I really tried to cancel, and he was operated on Saturday at 1230. Tuesday after the holiday, I finally reached somebody at CrewCon, and he said he would check it over and over and do what he could do
1: about now, it. Now, oh, se- I... hold on a second. Who's CrewCon?
2: CrewCon is a travel agent.
1: Okay. So you, let me just see if I can back up. You booked this entire cruise with a travel agency, correct?
2: Correct. And let but me, I, I got to ask kept... my second
1: question. Did you buy insurance?
2: I bought partial insurance.
1: What does partial insurance cover?
2: It covers, like, instead of 30 instead uh, of thirteen thousand maybe twelve
1: thousand. all right so you co- you covered it you bought insurance that gave you a re- a reduced benefit is that right right okay so let me see if I can recap here you booked a cruise through the travel agent you bought insurance you had an a, an issue that happened with your husband that was well documented because he was operated on in the hospital and you wanted to cancel the trip because of that correct Correct okay now. You, since you bought it through, did you buy the insurance to the travel agency as well?
2: No. Why I not? I bought it separately. Why not? Because by the time, I usually don't. <clears throat> okay. After traveling for so many years, I just don't do that. Okay. So I, l- okay. need- I,
1: I got to ask another question. So you bought the insurance through a third party, correct? Correct. All right. Did <clears throat> you Did you contact the insurance company?
2: I did. And they need information filled out from the, for the doctor, um, which also the cruise company wanted information filled out. Of course. Out. And, and the cruise company told me, quote, a husband cannot take the trip, but you can take the trip. So find somebody else to go on the trip with you.
1: Are you serious?
2: I swear to God, that's what they said. I could not believe it. And when I told friends, they said, really?
1: That makes. Um, now, so wait, said, are you telling me what was the name of the what was the name of the cruise company?
2: Uh, it was Holland America.
1: Now let me tell you something right now, Roberta. Listen carefully. If I book a trip on Holland America, and I'm going to take you, and at the last minute you can't go, and I want to take my friend Susie, Holland America is not going to let me do that. They won't let you change names. So for Holland America to suggest that is bogus. Um, that, so so here's what I want you to do. This is important. You know my email address, peter at petergreenberg.com. I want you to mm-hmm. send me number one, the name of your insurance company, number two, the policy number, number three, your reservation number on Holland America, and of course, the name of your totally inefficient travel agent, uh, uh, the guy from CrewCon. All right? Correct. But I want phone numbers, I want dates. I want reservation numbers so I can get into this because something tells you you didn't get your money back yet. Is that correct?
2: Correct. Because I haven't gotten the information from the doctor yet because he left for a week. And when I talked to the nurse, she said she's sending it to me.
1: All right. But
2: originally, my daughter canceled the air and my son canceled the hotel before with no problem. And the
1: reason for that, uh, the reason for that is because United Airlines doesn't um in fact they started it. Wh- which airline was this United? United. Okay.
2: Correct.
1: United no longer charges you a ticket cancellation fee. They actually put it into a credit ca- account for you to use over the next year. Is that what they did?
2: No. They put it on my charge card. They gave me all ah, the money back. What
1: class of service? No wait problem. a minute. Wait a minute. What class of service were you flying? First that's why you got a full refund that's the one exception uh but if if you bought any other class of service or a discounted ticket they would have given you a credit in that amount in your account but you would not have gotten your cash back so i'm not surprised that you got your full refund from united i'm happy to hear about the hotel but this cruise fiasco sounds like it's a much more complicated issue here so roberta remember what i told you right. send me that information Keep copies for yourself okay. and then we'll but get into the it. The
2: cruise line the cruise line said if I would have booked the air through the cruise line, I would not have gotten a refund. Well that's what they told uh-uh. me. So far, so the nobody line, should book through the airline. I mean through the cruise company. Look,
1: right now, whatever the cruise line told you based on what you've told me is bogus. So we're gonna get into this. Okay. Be sure you listen to me now. Send me your all your information, all the details, peter at petergreenberg.com, and we will get into this, okay, Roberta?
2: Okay, thank you very much. You I'll are have very my daughter, my daughter, do it. She's the bright one. <laughs> <You> <laughs> hey, listen, the are,
1: we right? all make stupid mistakes, but we're going to figure this one out, okay?
2: Okay, thank you very much.
1: You're very welcome, I Roberta. Could
2: not believe. Can you believe that they told me to take somebody else? I should have called you and taken you with
1: me. <laughs> I would have gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, Roberta. One though.
1: Well, we'll discuss that later. Roberta, thanks so much.
2: Okay, and I'll I'll send you all the info. Thank you, you got it.
1: And when we come back, Action. we'll be joined in Beverly Hills by my old pal, a name I think you know, Wolfgang Puck. Right after this.
0: Please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened. I On Travel. will be right back. Need more information on what you've heard? Have a travel question or comment? Just log on to petergreenberg.com. Now, here's Peter. And
1: welcome back to Ion Travel from Beverly Hills, California, and the Peninsula Hotel. Peter Greenberg here with you. Of course, you can always reach me. Just email me to peter at petergreenberg.com with your name, phone number, question, or problem. We will solve it right here on the air. Let's go right out to the phones out in Denver. I've got Tiffany on the phone. Hey, Tiffany. Hi. How can I help you?
3: Well, I had a question based on some information you were giving out on your global travel update recently regarding the 737 MAX issues with Boeing. Sure. And it made me it made me think that if I can, what I'll probably try and do is maybe book Airbus instead of Boeing. Um, but I don't know. Is there an easy way to know aside from actually booking the flight and getting the details where it tells you the type of airplane you're on, can you know in advance what aircraft inventory these airlines have? Sure.
1: Uh, if, based on the airline you want to fly, keep in mind that the airplanes that have been grounded by the FAA in this particular case belong to Alaska Airlines and United Airlines. Those are the only two U.S. operators of the Boeing 737 MAX-9. Now, Anybody listening to the show, including you, Tiffany, if you're flying tomorrow or any other day and you want to know what plane you're supposed to be flying on based on the schedule, any of the online travel agency sites can tell you that. Uh, You can also find out just by calling the airline and asking them what kind of equipment you're flying. However, I give you one caution. Airlines can always substitute equipment based on, you know, fleet capacity and size, Uh, It's happened to me all the time. It's happening a lot now because they have to substitute planes for the 737 MAX 9s they had to ground. But if you want to know on a regular basis what kind of plane is normally going to be flying on the route that you're taking, it's very easy information to get.
3: Okay, and that actually sort of addresses my next question um, was if I should happen to get flight canceled or rescheduled, which happens to me quite often as well, if they put me on another flight, even if I've tried to book an Airbus, um, I may get put on a Boeing 737 anyway, is what you're saying, based on what they need and what they have in inventory.
1: Well, let me put it, if you just talk about a 737 or a 737 MAX 9, which one are you talking about?
3: Uh, Right now, I'm sort of hesitant of any of them, but I guess more the MAX.
1: Okay. Don't be hesitant of any of them. The 737 planes are inherently safe. They're the widest-used planes in the world. They go back over 60 years um, in terms of their original model numbers. Now, there are no 60-year-old 737s flying that would fly you right now, so don't worry about that. But it's got a great history. The problem is the latest incarnations of them with manufacturing, design, and training issues that we all saw with the MAX crashes in Indonesia and in Ethiopia, and of course, the most recent example, over the skies of Oregon. So what airlines are doing, and the only two that are doing them, of course, are Alaska and United, is if you were booked on a 737 MAX, and they they changed it, well, that's okay. If you were booked on another plane, let's say, and all of a sudden they wanted to change it to a 737 MAX, we went through this during the time when the planes were grounded after the crashes, uh, they will give you the opportunity to book on another flight with them on another type of equipment at no penalty. Mm. You just, just got to okay. ask. You just got to ask.
3: Okay, good to know. I thought maybe I'd just be stuck with
1: it. No, 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 no. You have lots of options. Um, and by the way, United Airlines also flies Airbus equipment. They fly the A319, they fly the A320, um, and. Uh, you know, Alaska Airlines also flies the Airbus A320 and the A321s, so they're not just all seven thirty-seven. So you do have options, okay?
3: Okay, perfect.
1: I hope that was helpful.
3: Yes, yeah, very helpful. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you so much. You got it. Thanks, Tiffany. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And now let's go to the emails. I've got one here from Joyce who goes, I have an old suitcase, backpack, and a few carrying bags that I'd like to donate. Do you accept these sort of donations? I heard on the radio about children in foster care needing something better than a plastic bag to carry any possessions they may have. Please let me know. Well, I don't personally accept the donations because I don't have any place to warehouse them. But I will tell you this, Joyce, there are a number of great organizations that do. Uh, And, of course, you can start with the Salvation Army. You can start with Goodwill. You can also start with the bag manufacturers themselves. Many of them have programs or relatable, or related resources where they can direct you to the organizations that can accept them, maybe even repair them, and return them to useful uh, condition for the people who really need them. So that's what I'd suggest that you do. Uh, and, uh, and in fact, you know, call American Tourist or call Samsonite, call Toomey, uh, call Hartman. Call Delcy, uh, call uh, Remova. They all can help you find those people because you are not the first person to call to see what you can do. You can always take them to Goodwill and Salvation Army, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee they're going to get to the people who actually need it the most. I hear you, and uh, let me know what happens. If anybody else is interested in that, we'll do some research on our end. And on the subsequent show, I will get you some more information for anybody listening who's got bags they just want to donate. And I guarantee you, I got lots of my listeners who, who are in that position and will find them a great and loving home. Okay? Stick around because when we come back, we're going for a new definition of luxury here in Beverly Hills with the CEO of Virtuoso, Matthew Upchurch. We'll be back with more of Ion Travel from the Peninsula in Beverly Hills right after this.
0: Please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened. Ion Travel will be right back. You've been listening to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg. Visit our website at www.petergreenberg.com for more information and sign up for our newsletter. Ion Travel is a CBS Audio Network production. Peter Greenberg
1: back with you as Ion Travel continues from the Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills, California. Of course, you know the drill. You can always reach out to me. Just email me to peter at petergreenberg.com with your name, phone number, question, or problem. We will solve it right here on the air. Let's go to the phones out in Hampshire,
4: Illinois. I've got Kathy on the phone. Hey, Kathy. Hello, Mr. Greenberg. Thank you so much for being available to assist our family. I truly appreciate everyone that you have assisted over the years.
1: Well, okay. So Um, how how can I assist you?
4: Unfortunately, on January 1st, while celebrating New Year's Eve on a cruise ship, my daughter stepped on the stem of a broken champagne glass. Ouch. This is Washington. Yeah, (laughs) this is while she was dancing on one of the main dance floors. The broken stem glass pierced her shoe and embedded itself in her foot. Um, The infirmary did treat her with two stitches, but unfortunately, it's my understanding, that it took approximately 20 minutes and at least three attempts at reaching crew before she received the medical attention that she needed. This occurred within just hours of us boarding the ship. She was not able to walk for the majority of our seven-day cruise and did not leave the ship. Thankfully there was a party of six of us that was able to work together to take turns helping her get food, you know, get a shower, move around the ship. Um, we all absolutely love cruising and would love to give give the cruise line an opportunity to rectify this situation. How do you in your experience, how do you recommend that we move forward regarding the cruise line?
1: Okay, let's start with the basics. The name of the, the name of the cruise line? It was Norwegian. And the name of the ship? Breakaway. There's a pun. Okay, so now yes. let me ask you this. Did you do your homework as reporters, if you will, to get a good, you know, minute-by-minute minute fact record of who you spoke to, their titles, their names, the time that it happened, things like that? Yes, yeah, absolutely. You have all that. Okay, and have you filed a claim with the ship? Yes, we have. Now, what kind of claim form was it? Was it a letter of complaint or was it a form?
4: It was a, it was, I went with a specific email that the, assistant general manager gave me uh, while we were still on board the ship. Um, it was a claim submission form. Okay. And you have the name of the assistant general
1: manager? I do. Yes. Okay. And how long ago did you file that claim?
4: I filed it about 72 hours ago. Um, okay.
1: So, okay. So it's an email that you sent and you haven't heard back yet. Is that correct?
4: Um, actually, we did hear back just yesterday. And ah. they said that they would they would be getting back to us within 10 weeks. Within 10 weeks?
1: Yes. Wait a minute. That makes no sense at all. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Nobody should get back to you in ten weeks. Ten days, reasonable. Ten weeks, life's too short. So
4: it, it, you know, in, in per, you know, to their benefit, maybe they will get back to us in ten days. But they said within, they gave us the time frame of within ten weeks. So I, I don't that's know.
1: Still, that's still that's still unacceptable. So mm-hmm. here's what I want you to do. Uh, email me again, Peter at petergreenberg.com, but give me the, a copy of the of the letter that you sent to them. A copy, now, not the original. Uh, send me all the dates and times and facts and figures and names and titles, and then I will reach out to them to see if they can get back to me in less than ten weeks. How about that?
4: Thank you very much, Mr. Now remember, but, but really remember one that.
1: thing: no promises here, because every every story has two sides to it. But mm-hmm. in a situation like this, you were on the sh- you were on the cruise for. Seven days, right? Was anybody else that you know of injured by glass during that time?
4: No, but I don't know that there's any way we would have found out about it.
1: Well, passengers tend to speak, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Did you see other instances around the ship when they were partying where they had glass, not plastic, in the area?
4: Um, I guess the the two things that stand out to me are um, a security officer asked my other daughter to show, um, she asked, the security officer asked my daughter to show him where the accident occurred. So we went back to the stance floor about two hours after the original accident or injury occurred. We showed the security officer as close as my daughter could as to where the accident occurred. Um, at that point, I simply bent down and was able to pick up broken glass. Um, thankfully, there was nobody else besides the three of us there, um, but the dance floor was littered with lots of broken plastic and those pieces of broken glass oh, that I was okay. able to easily find. And now we're going to get down to it. Did you take a photo? Yes, of course. Good for you.
1: Okay. I, I wish more people would do what you're doing. So you took a photograph oh. of the broken glass on the floor, uh, obviously if uh, I'm, I'm assuming you took a photograph
4: of her injuries uh, we took a photograph of her foot um, and her shoe that was pierced <laughs> Did we take a, um, a picture of you know kind of the um the stitches in her foot no yeah. no
1: that's Looking okay on, yeah. not to worry about that now what you need to do now as I said before Email me, peter at petergreenberg.com, with all of that information, with as much factual information as you can include, dates, times, names, titles, photos, and then let me reach out to them and see if they'll get back to me, as I said before, within 10 weeks, okay?
4: Thank you very, very much. I I did want to mention that while we continue to be on the ship, um, the general manager and the assistant general manager were very... um, you a very accommodating, very That's accommodating. Good. They were absolute, very absolute professionals. The security officers, I've never been in a position to deal with security officers on a cruise ship before. They were consummate professionals.
1: Absolutely fantastic. You know what? Put that in the letter as well. Kathy, thanks again for the call. That music means we're out of time for the entire show. Lots of people to thank. Amanda Morris, our producer. Jeff Ryder doing the boards back in Connecticut. Mike Worrell, who's doing the boards right here in Beverly Hills. Robert B. Bolt and the entire staff. Of the Peninsula Hotel right here in Beverly Hills. We'll see you next week, everybody, from another location somewhere around the world. Bye bye, everybody.
0: You've been listening to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg. Visit our website at www.petergreenberg.com for more information and sign up for our newsletter. Ion Travel is a CBS Audio Network production.